Wow, you two were perfectly, perfectly in sync with each other on my end. It was <laughs> beautiful. Weird. Um, well, thank you for taking the time to sit down. Uh, it's it's been a hot second, but yeah, um, I think while. maybe the la- the last time we spoke was one of the charity streams. I want to say. Yeah. Yes, you you, uh, you shaved your head. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yes, it was that one, uh, the big one. That was fun. Thank you for being on that. Uh, I. Before we start uh, going into things, uh, why don't we just do brief introductions here? Uh, uh, Ayu, you want to start? Sure. Uh, hello, I am Ayu. I do a lot of things, but I'm probably best known for uh, some voiceover work in anime, uh, in Assassination Classroom, Black Clover, etc. I'm also currently directing the dub for the quintessential quintuplets. Outside of that, I am the writer for uh, Pain Apple Studio including the uh, comic series Ties That Bind, and I also write for Sake Visual, which is best known for its Otome game Backstage Pass. And Micah. Uh, Hi, my name is Micah. I am a voice actor for um, anime and video games. You probably are more familiar with my work in shows like Soul Eater, Black Clover, Yuri on Ice, uh, The Disastrous Life of Psyche K. Uh, And I'm also an illustrator. I am the other half of the... uh, Pain Apple group that uh, IU is the writer, I'm the illustrator, and uh, I work on all the things that pretty much she does. <laughs> now, while I have you here, just because oftentimes, you ever realize you've never actually said someone's last name out loud? Is it Solusad? <laughs> How do you say your last name? Solusad, yeah. Got it. Got in one. Cool. Uh, Nailed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was one of those things where I was like, I've never actually says and you'll never have to i'll never ask yeah. you to <laughs> yeah. that, that's the, that's the thing that's like there are people i'm like there have been people i've known for years and i'm like wait how do you say your last name actually <laughs> i am it has never because no one ever goes hey i'm someone cho you know no it's just like yeah. hey someone what's up like it know, is uh, it is weird that in this industry we refer to each other by full name like nowhere mm. else is that a thing you just say yeah. it's someone right mm. sure sure um, now, before we get into anything else, I we asked Twitter, and uh, one interesting uh, t- uh, response to suggest for suggestions came up from uh, Joel McDonald, uh, <laughs> who, uh, for those of you who are listening who may not know, he is uh, currently uh, the uh, voice director at Gearbox, and yes. he uh, has also was at Funimation for quite some time. And what exactly is the story behind this? He writes. Ask them about how hard I tried to keep Micah from proposing. <laughs> uh, uh, what 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 is the story behind this? Oh boy. Um, well, oh boy. Yeah, you go first, and I guess I can pick up where that happens. Okay. Uh, so I I had a big plan for uh our the day that I was planning to like uh, propose to to IU. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we're married. In case anyone oh, yeah, doesn't I know. To mention that. <laughs> <laughs> um. So uh, I, I had planned this big day to, to visit all the places that we, you know, we first met when we, we moved here and a grand tour, you know, a big hurrah. And at the end of the day, I wanted to take us to uh, the, the spot that we, we first uh, stayed at, um, mm. just for nostalgia's sake. And so we were walking uh, in the parking lot, just talking. The moon was out. It was a beautiful, clear night. And, uh, and I was like, all right, now, now, now's the perfect time. Now's my chance. Mm-hmm. So, um, actually, should I mention the thing that happened before Joel? Nah, it's fine. It's funnier. Okay. The Joel part's way funnier. Okay, gotcha. So, uh, I 
I'm like, all right, so now's my moment. I uh, reach into my pocket and I, I start going over the thing that I had rehearsed because go figure actor, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, I, I began with, so, you know, if uh, I just wanted to say thank you so much for the time that we spent together. Um, and if if you would have me, and before I could even <laughs> finish that sentence. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, my phone rings. Uh, mm. it, it's been a great night. It's been super romantic. There he is. The hand goes into the pocket. He's down on one knee. And, you know, uh-huh. I'm starting to feel, you know, all the things that you know. Like, oh, sure. no, he's going to okay. do it. He's going to do it. And then yeah, yeah. my phone rings. And I was like, surely I can't answer it right now. But I look. <laughs> And it's Joel McDonald. Uh-huh. <laughs> and there's no reason for Joel to have to call me. Like, we work together, but uh-huh. he could text, and he has texted. So Actually, this... <laughs> what he did text. Your, your phone, your buzzer did go off yeah, for a text message, and we just ignored it. Mm-hmm. And sure. we just started and, again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was yeah. like, this is an emergency. He texted. He's calling. This is an emergency it must be bad. He's dying in a ditch somewhere. Mm, and for some okay. reason, I'm the only one who can save him. So okay. I answer and he informs me that he is feeling very, very ill today. And tomorrow mm-hmm. is the first day that he starts directing assassination classroom. Except mm. there's no way he's going to make it. And he needs to know if I can do it instead. Okay. Okay. At which point I go, uh, uh, hang on. And he needs to know now because, of course, the company has to figure out are we scheduling people or getting like this is the turnaround times on these are tight. We have to know right now. And I honestly don't know if I'm available tomorrow. So for the next five minutes, I'm looking at my calendar and coordinating with Joel whether or not we can do this. Meanwhile, um, the doofus <laughs> with the ring is still on his knee. Yo, I was going to ask, were you still on your knee? <laughs> yes. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Waiting patiently. <laughs> okay, and, okay. You know, part of it and part of organizing anything is checking to see if, you know, Micah's schedule fits with mine. So after talking with Joel about all this, I turned to Micah. <laughs> Who is still on his knee? Who still has still this box? Still on my out, knee. Who still has this gorgeous ring, the one that I've always wanted? Yeah. And I turned to Mike and I'm like, um, I'm gonna say yes. I mean, to Joel. Uh, is is that okay with you? Can I say yes to Joel for our schedule? And so the next five minutes after that, are Mike and I coordinating our schedules? To make sure that we can get this done, and then checking I tell out my Joel, phone, looking yeah, at my calendar. calendar. Ah. Can we do Still this? on my and, knee, by the way. <laughs> and you're you're in a parking lot. Is that right? Yes. yes. Oh my god. Okay. Um, so finally, we get it sorted. Uh, yes, sure, I can do it. I can make it. We're gonna do this. The schedule goes. The anime continues to get dubbed. Everyone is saved. Uh, yeah. Assassination classroom is saved. I hang up, yeah. turn back, and it's like, right, where were we on this other <laughs> conversation? <laughs> oh my! And so, when did you tell him that he had uh, interrupted that moment? Oh goodness, uh, I we, don't remember. The next time we saw him, uh, mm-hmm. which was like a couple days later, which was funny to me because he was so embarrassed by it. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you know, one of those things where, like, if you're embarrassed by something before it even gets out, you try to be the first one to tell the story, <laughs> so you kind of alleviate that sort of <laughs> uh -huh. awkwardness. Sure. I kept getting um, stopped by our friends in the hallway. Like, Ian Sinclair stopped me, and he was just like, hey, by the way. I'm like, what? He's like, <laughs> Joel told me. I'm like, Joel told you what? Told you what? Like, <laughs> that he ruined your proposal. I'm like, wow. <laughs> He's just telling <laughs> everyone now. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's, yeah. That's, gr that's a great story, though. <laughs> it's a good story. He refuses to call me now. He will not call me for anything. Yeah, yeah. Like, he just refuses flat out. <laughs> one day he will be dead and, like, dying in a ditch somewhere, and I will be the only person who can save him, and he will text anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he'll just, I'll just accept my fate. Uh, yeah. He, he had the one. <laughs> Yeah. That's so good. I wow. Okay. I'm glad. I'm glad you told me that story. That mm -hmm. now, uh, how how long have you two been together at that point? Um, let's see. That Couple was in years? 2014. Yeah. So, um, years. from 2009. Yeah. Mm. Started years, yeah. dating in 11. The the when we started dating is fuzzy, but some years. <laughs> how did how did you guys uh meet through work uh through work uh. yeah <laughs> mm, okay it's boring I, it's not nearly as good as the joel story <laughs> no it's not <laughs> so you were both uh just through like funimation or through or through just voiceover or, or what mm -hmm. okay gotcha gotcha hmm. uh, we both started on the same show in fact mm -hmm. uh, which show was that what was it called Tower of the Druaga. Tower, the Tower yes. of Druaga. Yeah. Oh, I remember that one. I didn't see it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it definitely exists. <laughs> uh, it had a good opening from what I remember. It did. Oh, sol solid first episode. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, now, Micah, I met you at a con first. Yes. And I want to say it was in Wisconsin? Yes. I want to say that, too. I believe it was, because I think it was one of those cons where it was, like, freezing outside so there was nowhere to go yeah uh but we were in like what uh, were we in the wisconsin dells we were some yes. something like that yes and i just remember it was uh you me and the other guest was john swayze mm -hmm. but you and i just hung out we just hung out the whole con I, yeah I, from what i remember just like yes we uh we found like secluded corners <laughs> just sit and just talk for uh, every evening. And I was like, this guy's a cool guy. I like yeah. this guy. We we definitely bonded over the fact that there weren't necessarily a lot of places to eat. And yes. from those places, they weren't very good. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It was a very friendly con, and, and I had a good time. But food-wise, which we're going to get into in a second, not a whole lot to... It was a bit tough. To, it was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, and then I believe I met Ayu when I came in for to Texas one time. Yes. Is, yeah. uh, yes. And we got food. I forget the name of the place. Uh, I forget offhand, but it uh, I, I was like, oh, what a, what a, what a, what a delightful, delightful, uh, encounter. And I... Uh, we kind of bonded. I mean, both then and the second time over food, yeah. which I would love to dive into. Um, oh dear, I, I, are you sure? <laughs> are you prepared? How long do we have? Oh, I'm very sure. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, why don't we just start with some simple stuff? Like, um, sure. uh, 
I, I know I know we've I'm sure we've already talked about this, but for the viewers' sake, yeah. uh, just let's start with favorite food. Just favorite food, both of you. Oof. You first. Uh, oh, thanks. Uh, here come that bus, though. Beep beep. <laughs> um, uh, favorite food as of exactly right now would be tacos. Mm, but any what any specifications on those? Um, I've been really getting into what uh, birria as of late. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, those are pretty good. They're the ones that are like fried sort of in the juices and the fat. And so they have that, that nice bright sort of red color to them. Okay, and they serve okay. with a consomme. Yeah. Mm, uh, those have been incredible. But really any street tacos I am down for. Uh, any fast food tacos I am down for. I am not a picky human when mm -hmm. it comes to tacos. That's gotcha. True. And how about you, Micah? Uh, I tend to uh, flip-flop between southern barbecue and actually really anything barbecue uh, mm, and okay. and sushi what's your favorite cut of meat or cut of barbecue and what is your go-to sushi order Ooh, um i i'm a big uh fatty brisket fan ah my man it's yeah. very man. good with a nice bark on it um yes yes and uh, I, because I'm more of a sushi snob, I do prefer a chef's special. Okay. So whatever the sushi has planned for that day, I'm all I'm down for. Any favorite pieces though? Anyone enjoy, you're like these? You know, these are the like your, I love some of your favorites. You love, I it, love all. it all. Yeah. Okay. Okay. How about you? Are you are you a sushi uh, a sushi Ooh. fan? Big fan. Big big fan. Mm. Um, I. Once in my life, I actually managed to have a uh, total. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, anyone who's watched Oron has heard of like Fatty Tuna, the old total, mm, which is yeah. literally yeah. like, you know, big total. Uh, I mm -hmm. had some total fresh, you know, essentially was like, this is what came in today or whatever. And uh, the sushi, mm. I was describing it to me and I was asking, is this old total? And he responded back to me in English, no, it's more medium total. <laughs> and I was like, you could have fooled me. It's so good. Uh, we did get Otoro, though, on our last trip to Japan. Yeah. Yeah. And that was also excellent. Mm -hmm. um, Super yeah, fatty. Yeah, the, the fatty tuna is very, very good. Otoro is um, great. Um, are you a fan yeah. of, uh, of uh, sea urchin? It, not on its own. I do like mm -hmm. it, um, but okay. I don't okay. like the straight sea urchin. Gotcha. How about you, Micah? Uh, it, it's a craving. Occasionally, okay. sometimes I'm like, I do definitely want it, and other times I'm just like, I can pass. Gotcha. You know, I think my favorite go-to is um, actually, I mean, I love all sorts of sushi as well, but mackerel. Mackerel for me Ooh. is, uh, I, I, I love a good uh, kind of fatty mackerel cut. Mm -hmm. um, that, that's, that's the shit right there. <laughs> mm, I haven't had raw fish in a year. So. Yeah. <laughs> Sushi's hard to come by in a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah, mackerel. No. There's something about mackerel, I think, that resonates with a lot of Asians in particular. Yeah, Cause, yeah you know, the you oil and the fat. Mm. Yeah. I think it's the oil and the fat, the fishiness. I think the, mm. you know, it's a stronger flavor. Um, yeah. Because a lot of people get scared away by, like, fishiness or whatever. But for right. me, um, and I think also like with uh, a lot of Korean flavors, a lot of Korean flavors are very strong, very bold, yes. uh, usually usually spicy or fish based or both. Um, so and a lot of um, you know 
pickling and um, you know you know fermented kimchi foods, and, uh, yeah. fermented fermentation. So uh, it seems like a pretty natural like fit for me for mackerel. But mm-hmm. um, when when COVID when you are allowed to go to restaurants again, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> are there any that you are like these are these are the ones we have to hit up. Oh goodness! Oh. I have I have a very embarrassing confession. Yeah, what's but up? It's the most millennial thing that I've I've thought of yeah. in my life. But I cannot wait to go back to hipster, like, foodie restaurants. Me? Oh yeah, mm. you know what I'm talking about, right? Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, we <laughs> remember. Uh, yeah, I love uh, you know foodie uh, hipster shit. Like mm. I, I'm always every time I travel, I'm always looking for interesting restaurants. Uh, I think oh, we, we went to one, right? We went to one with uh, Caitlin, Caitlin, right? Yes. Which con was that? Um, I I want to say it was Comic Con. Is that Texas? Alabama, I think. It was Alabama. Alabama. Same yeah. thing. No, <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's the South. Oh. Yeah, uh, that's right. That's right. I yeah 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 and. Oh, that reminds me of another topic I'll bring up in a second. But um, uh, yeah, 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 I'm always looking for um, like new restaurants and stuff. And I think that's also something that we very quickly bonded on was because mm-hmm. there are only like a few of my friends who are like on that level of like food enthusiasm. <laughs> um, I'm sorry and I'm honored. No, and it's, it's like it's always like when you find a fellow like food nerd, you're like, ah, yes. Mm-hmm. Same hat, same hat. Yes, same hat. Same um, hat. Yeah. Uh, and you you mentioned going to Japan. Uh, how many times have you been to Japan? Uh, You've been one, a number of times. Four. Mm-hmm. I think and you've been four times. Yeah. How about you, Micah? Uh, two. And what? Where did you go uh, when you went? Um, uh, we've been around Osaka. Kyoto, yeah. uh, Hakone, Tokyo. Yeah. Um, I think those were most of the areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Osaka more than anything else <laughs> for mm-hmm. the food. <laughs> it, yeah, it is what the nickname is Japan's Kitchen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Osaka, I definitely want to go to next. Uh, I've been to Japan twice, but both times were Tokyo. Ah. Um, oh, nice! I, I oh, really want to make too. it out to Osaka, though. Like I do it uh, for yeah. No, I I think it's a definite at this point. But um, I just was wondering if you had any um, sort of food recommendations uh, outside of Tokyo. If you uh, what, what were some like good eats you had um, oh. in other other uh, cities? Hmm. Uh, well, Osaka, I really like the okonomiyaki there, uh, mm. and the Osaka-style okonomiyaki mm-hmm. that they do. Um, trying to Remind think. me, what is the Osaka-style of okonomiyaki? Um, the way that they put in the cabbage is like mixed in with the batter, and I think Tokyo-style mm. is like batter on top of the cabbage, if I remember correctly. It's like a crepe, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure gotcha. if I'm wrong, someone in the comments will let me know. Uh <laughs> So uh, don't, don't quote me on this. Look it up for yourselves and do the research. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's it's more of the batter and stuff. Uh, gotcha. For Osaka gotcha. style. Uh, uh, in Kyoto, there is a uh, market called Nishiki Market. 
Uh, it's one of the mm. oldest markets that they have there in Kyoto. Uh, and it's just a bunch of food vendors. It's uh, like those, you know, those arcade, uh, shopping arcade type yeah, uh, yeah, areas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So you just go from stall to stall uh, getting sampling, you know, a little bit of everything. And honestly, that was one of my favorite quote unquote meals. Mm-hmm. We just spent the day there just eating. Yeah. Oh my God. There was this place that sold like fried chicken and they had all these signs advertising oh, yeah. how they had won all of these awards or whatever. Award winning so, karage. Yeah. We, yeah. We we're just like, let's uh, let's get in line and get some. Uh, and there was a delightful little old lady who <laughs> took one look at us and went, ah, these wimps ain't going to do anything and just slowly edged her way right in front of us yeah. and got karage before us. Uh-huh. Uh, and she was right. We didn't do anything. <laughs> she was right. She was right. We did not she deserve it. <laughs> she knew. She knew it was her right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she mm-hmm. absolutely knew it was her Asserted right. Asserted dominance, and, and I willfully went, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, go, go for it. But it was nice, too, because when she did that, it was sort of a sign of, oh, this is so good that you got to get aggressive over it. We're in the correct line. Yes. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Damn. I, I, I'm definitely itching to uh, go back when it's safe. Um, absolutely. I think, if, I think if the pandemic had not happened, we probably would have went uh, last year again yes. but um yeah then work out but <laughs> yeah. soon very soon yeah uh I, I, so the rem- memory of us uh going to dinner with Caitlin reminded me i remember then we talked a lot about seiyu i don't know if you remember this <laughs> yes uh, and, and i do you have uh, the same level of appreciation like nerd nerding out over seiyu as me and Micah? Um, it's it's around there, I would say. Uh okay. there there are a handful. I'm not I know a lot of people are hardcores and like know everyone and everything. Whereas mm. they're just a couple who are my biases where I'm just like, if they're in it, I have arrived mm-hmm. showing up. I here would I love am. to hear them. What are uh, they? <laughs> let's see. Uh Amikoshimizu. Uh, uh, yeah. mm-hmm, I can't mm-hmm. not. I can't not. Um this is, I wouldn't even call it an old school, middle school maybe. Uh, Mamiko Noto, big Mami- fan. Oh, classic. Uh, <laughs> uh, classic. I'd say that's I, it's sad, but it's kind of old school, old school a little bit yeah, at this point. It's a little right? bit Nowadays, old school. Yeah. People don't appreciate Mamiko Noto the way they should. <sighs> yeah. uh, and that upsets me, is all I'm saying. Um, big, big fan of uh, Saiga Mitsuki. Uh, mm-hmm. Incredible mm-hmm. work, incredible mm-hmm. voice. Uh, always, always blown away. Um, yeah, those I think are some of my top ones. Those yeah. are some good choices. Yeah, Mamiko Noto is definitely one of my favorites in like period. Uh, yes, I mean all three are great though. Um, yeah, um, I'm trying to think of uh, other seiyu. Uh, Micah, who are some of your 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 favorites? Um, oh, I again, it's a little older because that's the era of anime I grew up in, but like. Takahiro Sakurai, yes. uh, Hiroshimono, Miyu mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Irino. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. I for a while I actually had like a, a little list of seiyu that I wanted to like portray the same characters as. Oh yeah yeah yeah, that's um, cool. I, I would love checklist. to hear some of those. Yeah. Um, recently, I was really happy because uh, it seems so unattainable. Uh, but I got to play an Akira Ishida character. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Um, 
I got to be in the remake of Sayuki, and I took over the role mm. of Hakai in that, and it was like, oh wow, <laughs> I didn't get, a, I didn't think I would have a chance to do this. Um, oh, what's his name? He's, uh, I always forget his name. Nobunaga. Shimazaki. Uh, Shimazaki. Is is he a newer one? He's one of the uh, newer ones. He's the new voice of Yuki in Fruits Basket. Uh, but I, I started oh, yeah, hearing his work yeah, recently, yeah. and he's very good. He's uh, what do I know him from? Let me look him up. Um, but yes, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, with the newer guard, I'm I'm like less familiar, but mm-hmm. I I still uh, have, have an appreciation, of course. Um, yeah, no, I I don't do a ton of dubbing, but when I but I've definitely like been like ooh, but i got to match like I, i've done the same like ooh, i got to be this good. <laughs> i think i think i think like some some ones i got pretty excited about was i did um you know fumihiko tachiki oh which he's one a, who is that he's uh you ever watch um i mean he's he's in a lot of stuff but uh, you ever watch kaiji Oh yeah, yeah. He's the narrator, like Kaiji. Oh, you know? yeah. oh yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got to. Uh, we play uh, the same character in Grand Blue uh, Fantasy versus, and I was like, "Ooh, that's." I, I was I'm a huge oh, fan rad. of his work. And then like Kape Yamaguchi in uh, mm. uh, Radiant, I was like, "Oh man!" Like I, mm-hmm. I nerded out classic. about that. Classic, classic. Um, now, are there any say you that either of you have found you have? played multiple of their of their roles like um, um i've done a couple rie kugimiyas mm, okay mm-hmm. oh, She's that's great. right yeah and i think a couple aoyuki mm, yes okay. <laughs> yeah uh more than a couple at this point i think mm-hmm. uh mm. both of whom are incredible so anytime i hear them it's like oh cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're amazing uh, how about you, Micah? Uh, oddly enough, yes. Uh, a lot. My first uh, big role was Soul in Soul Eater, and that was voiced by Koki Uchiyama. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think we've played like five or six of the same characters by now. Damn. Um, what's weird too is that we are the same age. I, I oh, looked him okay. up recently, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, we're we're." He was born the same year as me. Um, but even freakier. Uh, we're about what was it? Seven days apart. Wow! It was destiny. <laughs> it's like something about the vocal cords in that time period lined yeah. up. Positioning of the stars made it happen. <laughs> but yeah, uh, and uh, and I've done uh, a decent amount of um, Miu Irino's uh, characters as well, like mm-hmm. three or four. Yeah, no, both are great. Um, I uh, am always. It's like. I think we had we stumbled upon I think two big interests which was food and say who I was like all right this yes. guy's a G <laughs> this guy's a fucking G uh, when we were hanging out the selling point to me that the the mark of trust <laughs> was mm-hmm. you saying that Chihaya Furu mm. was one of your favorite shows oh that's right <laughs> we did talk a lot about anime and I was like this fucking guy i was like okay yeah um because i've talked about this culture the, yes yes i've talked about this in the podcast before like for me um i uh i don't i don't like to say that i'm closed off but for me i tend to really get uh if if <laughs> some voice actors are very um on 
right? They're very mm-hmm. on, and they don't necessarily like. I'm like, what do you? Do you have any interests outside of your job? But with with you, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but with you, I was like, this guy's not only he's a fucking nerd, he's got good taste, uh, <laughs> and and he's a he's a chill dude. So I was like, okay, yeah, we're gonna get along just fine. Um, so and 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 I, I, yeah, so I I'm, I'm glad that that my liking Chihayo Furu um, what was a selling point because I have all I'm always um, trying to uh, get more people to watch it. But the fact you've already seen it, it's like, well, it's got, it's <laughs> no brainer here. You know it's what's destiny? You know what's funny is a previous guest. Uh, do you do you guys know uh, Youngie? I don't oh, think we've met. Uh, okay, like, familiar it. with work, but never met. Got it. Mm-hmm. He uh, he was on the podcast uh, on a previous episode, and he was telling uh, Caitlin Glass, uh, they're like, um, oh, I I'm watching Chihayo Furu. I didn't ask him to do this, by the way, but he he knows I like. <laughs> he was like, I'm watching it in prep for a podcast. And she went, oh, is it Sung Ones? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. With, without any, like, saying wow. who it was. I'm like, no hesitation. I'm, I'm so glad uh, my <laughs> reputation for loving this show precedes me. Uh, yes. Yeah. Because it really is uh, one of the best. Now, we've already talked about this, but for the listeners, and uh, favorite anime, both of you. Uh, Micah, what's your favorite anime? Ooh, um, currently I'm going to say uh, Noragami. Mm, okay. I, I've been following that series. Didn't mean to uh, become a fan of it. It was just sort of a thing that I did for work, and mm-hmm. then I fell in love with it completely. <laughs> I should watch that one. I haven't seen it. Uh, how about you, Ayu? Oh, goodness. Um, oof. The one that I keep going back to is uh, Detective Conan, case closed. Ah, are you current? Uh, um, I'm pretty current. Damn. <laughs> uh, do you watch the show time or fan. you like, read the um, manga? Do I both? was. I started watching. Uh, well, because as a kid, I actually wound up getting a lot of anime. Mm. Um, that wasn't already localized. Okay. Into into my eyeballs. And sure. so I was watching it pretty much when it started airing in the 90s. Mm. Uh, yeah, my parents were big on giving me all sorts of extra stuff to look at. Um, they didn't like they didn't like me watching a lot of cartoons for some reason at home, which makes me really sad because now I'm like, I don't know what Gargoyles is. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, but they would import a ton of stuff and I would watch all of that. So the fact that it's still going <laughs> mm-hmm. is pretty great. Um, I I just missed the door closing uh, at Funimation. Like the like the first day I was there, I heard everyone talking about how they weren't dubbing Case Closed anymore. Oh. And I was like, yeah, yeah. They they wrapped the final movie they dubbed, I think, in the months that we started. I yeah. see. I see the very end and i was just like <laughs> okay um i've seen i've seen like the first i actually was like i'm gonna watch all of detective conan of course i didn't but i uh <laughs> i did watch a good chunk and i i, I enjoyed it like i watched mm-hmm. i think i want to say 20 30 episodes uh and i just kind of got sidetracked and I, i've also seen i think three or four of the movies 
as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's very fun. It is wild to me, though, that it is so popular with kids because it's mm-hmm. just every episode is a murder. It's like... Yeah, people yes. just die. Um, but um, back when I used to teach... My previous job uh, before any of this was uh, I was an ESL teacher, and I used ah. to teach a lot of Korean kids, and it's really mm-hmm. popular in Korea too. Uh, and they call, and yes. so and so uh, it was just so interesting, like with like hearing like five year olds be like, "Oh, Conan," but they're like, "I'm like, you guys watch fucking Detective Conan?" <laughs> like, like <laughs> yeah. again, it's just, it's just like, "Oh, this guy got strangled to death. How did he get strangled uh-huh. to death?" I'm like, "Wow, um, brutal." Yep. Yeah. That's a that's a good choice. I um I oh I lost my train of thought. Anyway, yeah, that's that that's a that's a very fun show. And it, I, is that what other shows did you um kind of grow up with in that same fashion that maybe other people did not watch when they were uh young? Um so there this one actually does have a dub. Uh I've discovered it's a, a, a koala boy cookie. Okay. Which is about this. I mean, it's just some koala running around having adventures, this anthropomorphized fella mm. and his animal friends, which was a really good one. Uh huh. Um, there's another one that I did watch the dub on VHS. I think it was a Japanese Russian production. Mm. Uh, and I believe the localized title was called Scamper the Penguin. Okay. Um, Scamper the Penguin. Yeah, and it was about penguins. And it was like, there was all this science in it where they were like, this is how penguins mate and the journeys they make and the mom's going to the ocean to bring back food and the dads keep the eggs more. So, like, you learn a lot of penguin facts as well. Mm. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This long, awkward pause is like, oh, did I just watch a documentary? I'm looking looking this up. (laughs) Interesting. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Um, so watch that one. And I did watch the localized version of that. I, uh, I think that the localized version has re- like cut some stuff out or maybe changed a little bit around. Uh, and so now of course, like the purist in me is like, well, what did I miss out on? Um, <laughs> Apparently but I remember this, watching that. like released in the, I don't know if I'm mixing these up in the Soviet union. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I'm, wow. Like, How did you get this? I don't. Wait. My parents found the wildest stuff. Is this? Uh, wait. If this if this is the show, I'm thinking. You said it's called Scamper mm-hmm. the Penguin. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. This was a Soviet Union Japanese co-production. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Okay. Yep. Grew up on that. <laughs> wow. Was it and was it in English or was it in Japanese? Yeah, they dubbed it? it into English. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, that reminds me of a tape I had. Uh, I doubt you two are know what I'm talking about, but there's a Korean character named Dooley the Dinosaur. Have you ever heard of this? In- I have not. Gotcha. I'm not familiar with that. Uh, well, Dooley the Dinosaur, he's a little green dinosaur. He's got magic powers, and he... Uh, in the 90s and uh, 80s, uh, very popular. Um, I loved that fucking dinosaur. But uh, <laughs> I, I remember uh, my cousins owned a tape of like one of the, I believe it was the Dooley movie, but it mm-hmm. was dubbed in English, like fully, wow. fully dubbed. And I don't think anyone had credits. Like there were no credits. I recently found it on YouTube and was like listening to it again and going, what? 
why was this dubbed? Who d- <laughs> like who dubbed it? Because it's Who's it's this like four. Exactly, it was so bizarre. Uh, mm-hmm. And I remember as a kid going, because other Dooley tapes were in Korean, and I was like, why is this one in English? Just the one. Uh, I and I just can't imagine like. I, like the voice actors back then going what the fuck is this shit just like all right well <laughs> yeah. job's a job was it a good dub it actually i mean you know what like it had a lot of it was actually it was dubbed like a kind of like as if it were a western cartoon style you know very cartoony uh uh-huh. so it wasn't actually like like bad like it, it was, was watchable it, yeah it was kind of in a charming like what you would see on like a Saturday morning cartoon voice acting, as opposed nice. to like as opposed to like, uh, you know, just people who just were phoning it in, don't give, <laughs> don't give a shit, like a sure. like a nineties dub, yeah, like a nineties mm-hmm. dub, like yeah, like it was it was really interesting, which makes it even more like, I want to know what the history behind, uh, some of that is, but who brought that over? Yeah. Who brought that over and why is yeah, that's my <laughs> question, um, because I because I also think. Uh, I think it was from in Korea, or I think they got it from Korea. I don't remember. Anyways, I'm talking a lot about this one thing that only like uh, random Korean though. random Korean listeners might know what I'm talking about. But hey, actually, why not? Actually, Jay, you're Deep listening cuts. to this. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, now that I've brought up something that uh, only I have interest in talking about, I I, I like to give the guests a chance, um, uh, an opportunity. To is there a topic that you want to bring up, or a question for me or for the group that you would like to ask? Uh, if not, don't worry about it. But I I, I always give uh, the guests an opportunity to do so. Um, does any do either of you have anything that comes to mind? Uh, <laughs> so one question that I enjoy asking people—it's not really a topic per se, but okay. it sort of helps me figure out people's creative process. Sure, mm-hmm. is. If you could, you know, work on any franchise and the people who are running it came to you and said, we'd like it to be done differently, revitalize, you know, that reboot or whatever, mm. uh, what would it be and how would you make it different from what it is now? Mm. Ooh. So you're saying is it in like a show running capacity? Yeah. Interesting. Um, you know, hmm. for instance, my, my easy go-to answer is I'd love to work on Batman, and I would really lean hard into the fact that he's world's greatest detective. Mm. So there'd be a lot more, like, mystery solving, him chasing down clues, a lot mm-hmm. less punching, and a lot more trying to unravel things. Would like it be a still a serious tone? Yeah, it would be serious. Not necessarily gritty, um, mm. but it would still be pretty serious. It would mm. just be more focused on uh, the detective aspect of it. A film noir um, kind of yeah, Batman. Yeah, very film noir. It would pull from, like, uh, in the comic book series, they have this character, Matches Malone. Mm. Uh, spoiler alert, it's actually Bruce Wayne running a mob secretly on the side. Oh, okay. And he does all this stuff with that, and I would really like to like play with that in terms of detectiving as well, because that also mm. plays into the film noir look. I didn't play them, but from what people tell me about the Batman Telltale games, it seems mm-hmm. like they kind of play with that a little bit. I don't know if either of you are familiar yeah. Um, yes. Okay. Yeah. Do so they? Things like that. Um, it, it does, it's because it's a lot more like story mm. based and a lot heavier on that and a lot of decisions you make. But I feel like, especially in the larger, like the cinema and stuff, there's not a lot of focus put on 
that side of it sure. just a whole lot more on the the superheroing of yeah it and the punching you're right yeah a and lot of punching a lot of punching that's a great answer um and would, would this be uh ideally like a, an animated or a comic or what would what would be like your perfect um way to to do this uh, it feels like it would be good for like a one season live action series. Oh, you want to do a live action uh, show? Ooh, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, specifically because, you know, I would, I think a lot of people are more comfortable, especially the larger audience, are more comfortable coming into a live action Batman mm. versus an animated one. I see. Uh, so in that space, it would be fun to sort of play around with all of that, but also have enough episodes that you can tell an actual mystery. Yeah. So would it be like one? It'd be one mystery for the season, then. Like a yeah. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Okay. Ooh. I I like that concept a lot. Uh, how about you, Mike? I have an answer, but do you have one? Uh, you go first. Okay. I'm still thinking. So, <laughs> how familiar are you guys with my internet background? Like when I was a kid, have you heard this tale? Do you, do you know this? My no. early, early probably not. Got it, got it. Because it's been talked about before. I don't know how familiar you are <laughs> okay. with it. Okay. Um, I met my wife and my you know some of my closest friends who I've been friends with for now over fifteen years on Mario fan fiction forums. Um, ah. So um, wow. Yes. Yeah. And we are still still friends to this day. Uh, we met when we were like. 13 14 and uh also oh, more so actually longer like oh my god like 16 17 i don't know anyway a long time but well, um now we're old yeah <laughs> i um i would love like if me and let's say two of those guys uh e- <laughs> either i think the dream would be like an animated series sure like, this mm-hmm. is something that nintendo would never allow in a million years but what we you know um, taking like Mario and doing like a serialized show, uh, an mm-hmm. animation, uh, where we take the lore as seriously as we did back then, uh, like, ah. it, like, because ah. um, uh-huh. um, especially one of my friends, uh, David, who's, who was a previous guest on the podcast, he is a really good writer and he is has like an encyclopedic knowledge of of all the Mario shit. And what he likes to do is kind of like tie it all together. So if, mm-hmm. if like, this is obviously like a uh, impossible situation, but if we were, if we were given full reigns, uh, I, the best comparison I can give is um, how familiar are you with like the Archie Sonic comics? Yeah. Yeah. Where they got, yeah. they basically had full reign to do whatever yeah. the fuck they wanted. Right. Like uh-huh. they, they, they had access to all, all of Sonic's characters, they used mm-hmm. all of them and made about five hundred OCs. Um, yes, like yeah. if we could get full control of that and just make a show, even a comic, but you know, a show uh, that would I I would quit everything else I'm doing and just work on that. Uh, that would be really interesting. That yeah, would, it that'd would be, be very very fun. Um, so that's my answer. Uh, how about you? You could Micah? throw in a lot of like deep cuts oh, of like yeah. characters that have just fallen by the wayside. Yeah, it's funny. Like, um, I don't know how familiar you are with deep Mario cuts. 
or Mario more. <laughs> Surprisingly, it has come up several times on this podcast with people I did oh, not wow. expect to know anything about it. But do you know any like uh, obscure Mario characters? I do not. Uh, I do you know any? I am like really out of the video game circuit. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I'm not a real nerd. No. <laughs> oh come on. Uh, that means nothing. I yeah. I I think a lot of people. Um, who grew up with them like I did, uh, like really, mm. you know, obsessive, especially over like the older games. You you just catalog a lot of those characters because you read the manuals over and over again, and you just catalog, oh, yeah. you catalog yes. a lot of that stuff. So I have another question, but I'm gonna I want to hear Micah's answer first to Ayu's question. Okay, um, uh, I would pr- I would like to see uh, a lot of the older like Nintendo games, like mm. the NES games. Uh, sort of rebooted in because a lot of them were like top down sort of visuals. Mm-hmm. But for example, um, I thought what they did with like Breath of the Wild to uh, freshen mm. up the Zelda franchise was brilliant. Yeah, uh, I would love them to see to do things like uh, a three dimensional sort of world, expansive like that, but with the the original NES games. Uh, which ones? To really flesh them out, like well, take the first Zelda game and. Give it like the Breath of the Wild treatment. Oh, so you like you want a remake, but in that style. Yeah. Interesting. What are some other ones that you think would be uh, um, fun in that? I think some of the cool things that Pokemon has been doing with the the newest announcements, mm. like kind of revisiting the the older worlds that were all kind of two dimensional. Yeah. Bringing it into three D, I think that would be really cool for because there's so much to mine from in the original games, but we mm. can't touch them because it's. It's driven by nostalgia, I right? Mean, did you see the the Arceus trailer? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It looks, it looks yeah. like it's getting more close stuff to like what that. You want. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I'm, exactly. I'm very excited for that because uh, I think it's what people have been wanting for a while. Mm-hmm. And to me, this le- what is it called, Legends Arceus or whatever? To me, yes. it feels like this is the kind of like beta for what the next gen is going to be like. That's what. That's my. Yeah. Uh, yes. I feel like this is them kind of testing the waters. Of like, mm-hmm. how does this work? Okay, and then I think the next gen is gonna be probably pretty going heavily into that. I'm very excited to yes. see that. Um, that yeah, that's a great answer. Uh, any any other? Is there? How about one? Is there one that you're like, this franchise hasn't been touched in decades, but I want like a full re- revitalization of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, but the other day I was just thinking. Uh, like I grew up playing the um the Dreamcast. Okay. And I haven't seen anything about like Power Stone in a mm. long time. Ooh. Uh-huh. So that would be interesting to see how that could be put out into the the current uh gaming market. I never played mm. Power Stone. That's a fighter like kind of like a beat up like a fighter, right? Yeah. It's like a Street Fighter kind mm. of game. Yeah, no, I very fun. People who love the Dreamcast uh, like yeah, they're very passionate about games like that. They were passionate and unpopular. <laughs> now, now, here's my question. I kind Thanks of th- for I thought of my childhood. <laughs> uh, my question to both of you is: I have an encyclopedic knowledge of Mario. What sure. you, you is there something that either of you have an encyclopedic knowledge of, like lore wise, character wise, like you, like are you an expert on any oh any sort of uh, piece of fiction? Huh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Yeah. What? What we yeah? got? What we got? 
Yeah, I tend to do deep dives on uh, Transformers. Oh shit! I grew up watching it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you? Do you stay up to date? Do you read like the comics or whatever? I fell behind on the comics. Uh, mm. I tried to get into the the current reboot, but it just didn't grab me like the old, uh, the previous IDW run. Mm. But it's it's one of those things where it's like I know that I'm in a minority, and like this is interesting to me. So I never ever talk about it with anyone, and <laughs> thankfully Ayu is kind enough to let me just rant sometimes about it <laughs> and nod politely. But uh, I yeah, a lot of things. Um, <laughs> no, I I have a couple friends who are in the same boat. Um, whether it's they 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 started from like the original, you know, animated movie and show, and yes. still keep up with it in the toys. Um, and then I even have a friend who he very recently had. No interest in Transformers, but fell into it because uh, I believe, from what he was telling me, one of the comics in the recent recent comics had like a pretty good gay romance. Does this sound? Yes, I forget. Yes, very good representation. What's the character's name? Uh, there are multiple characters. There's one. Okay, I'm trying to. I'm going to describe these yeah. two Transformers. There's one sure. that's like a spiky, evil-looking one, and I think he is paired with a like a. A good boy. <laughs> Does it... Um, it, is that? That it, sounds like a great serves, ship, Is though. that is that Cyclonus and? I mean, look no, up. that wasn't Cyclonus. He's gonna he's me, gonna kill it? me for or not kill me. He's gonna be oh, so no. disappointed in me for a spiky one and a good boy. Cy Cyclonus. <laughs> I love that. Let's see. Yeah, Let's Cyclonus see. and Tailgate. Maybe. Let me see if I. Uh, oh. Cyclonus. Cyclonus. Oh yeah. Uh, wait, wait. What's Tailgate look like? A tailgate, like white and blue, tiny friend. I think this was. Yeah, have... <laughs> yeah. Yes! This was it. I this was I it. rescued my street cred. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh man, I'm gonna tell him. Uh, fucking uh, Cyclonus <laughs> tailgate came up in an episode. Uh, that, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I. Love hearing about this. It's funny you say you never talk about this. This is yeah. the kind of shit I like to hear. I always nice. I'm like, what? Okay, yeah, video games, whatever. Yeah, anime, whatever. That's great. But what are you a fucking nerd about? Uh, what do you love? Who is your favorite Transformer? Uh, I, I, I'm a boring person, and I like Ultra Magnus. Uh, okay. I saw him in the Transformers animated movie, and I, I was like, oh, so he's the hero. And then he died, <laughs> and I was like, "What? I don't care anymore." Ultra <laughs> this movie Man. sucks. Apparently, <laughs> as somebody who is very uh, Transformers illiterate, can you explain who Ultra Magnus is? It looks like he is a chief lieutenant of Optimus Prime. Uh, well, yes, oh, actually. <laughs> so he was introduced in the uh, Transformers animated movie 1986. Uh, I see. And, uh, uh, he was he, the lore depends. It splits. Either he's like the one of the oldest friends of Optimus Prime or his brother. Oh, um, okay. But he has a very like humble sort of mentality. He doesn't leadership was pushed up pushed upon him, but he considers himself a soldier. Oh. So he has that sort of like sacrificial uh, personality. At, but he is a stickler for the rules. So uh, uh. completely, just only you and I care about this. Do you want to know uh, a Seiyuu that voiced him? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's one that we that was brought up in conversation in this very episode. Was it the the uh, the dude from Kaiji? No. The narrator? Uh, no. 
uh, Akira Ishida. Uh, what? <laughs> voices what? him in Q Transformers Mystery of Convoy. Uh, oh my god. Looks like it's a video god. game. Other, the old convoy. video game, the really bad video game. Other other <laughs> ones, uh, you know Sho Hayami? Uh, I he, do not. He's, you ever watch Bleach? Yes. He was Aizen in Bleach. Or he's Wolfwood and uh, Trigun. Uh, Hochu Otsuka is great. He's Jiraiya in Naruto, if you're familiar. Nice, yeah. Um, In the uh, the most recent Netflix series, I guess, uh, like the the they brought back the original Japanese cast for the most part, uh, Mm. and a couple of like the the newer players for those characters. Mm -hmm. Um, But the since the dude, the original dude who voiced Megatron passed away. It was the original Ultra Magnus that took over as Megatron, and everyone was like stoked because it's like, oh, that's a good choice. <laughs> is that I'm looking? I'm looking on the page right now. Is that uh, Banjo Ginga? I can't remember. Let me see. Let me see because he's also great. Uh, um, let me see. What, what was that show called? Uh, Siege, I believe. Siege or Earthrise. Siege. I can't find it offhand, and I uh, I will just. We'll, we'll never know. <laughs> it's okay. Someone yeah. can correct me. Someone, somebody will, somebody <laughs> will, will find out for us. There's a um, comment section, right? There you go. Now, Ayu, do you have something that you okay. have an encyclopedic knowledge about? Um, oh, goodness. This is embarrassing. Uh, in a way, it's incredibly narrow. Okay. So it is not a franchise. It is not even a single show. It is one character. Uh-huh. Uh, and then it's Tim Drake. <laughs> ah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. Care to elaborate? Like, I, oh, you say care to elaborate as if you don't know. I'm already like, let me talk about Tim. Have you heard the good news about <laughs> Tim Drake? Um, Tim Drake is one of the many Robins who appear in the Batman franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like a pretty casual fan of the franchise overall, but Tim Drake in particular is important to me because he's the only character from that story that chose to become a hero without um, losing anything in the process. No tragic well, backstory. No, no, no tragic backstory. Because a lot of the story is something very tragic happens to someone, and in their way to combat that, they become a hero. Sure. Which kind of has this sense of like, well, yeah, you. When bad things happen to people, oftentimes they rise to the occasion, and we hope that doesn't happen to people but that's often how these stories play out Mm -hmm. uh and so for me tim who had all the things that people would want he's good in school he's got a girlfriend he's got a stable family life all of those simply saw that there was a need in the world and decided to become a hero because of it Mm. and i really appreciate that in the story arc Mm -hmm. that someone just sees that there is need for good and even if they're doing fine my life is good they were still willing to sacrifice and do good and all of those things. Anyway. Mm, I see. Uh. If I'm remembering correctly, <laughs> is he he's the one who's in the new Batman Adventures, right? Uh, the one that's yes. a kid. Yes. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. an interesting one because he's a little bit in the animated series. They merged him with the Jason Todd character type as well. Oh no! Here come the words. Crap! Oh no! Here come the words. Here come the words. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because uh, Jason Todd was like running around the streets stealing things. In fact, in the comics, Batman first found him trying to steal the wheels off of the Batmobile. Ah. Uh, 
And so they've got a little bit of a story merge because in that one in the animated series, Tim Drake is called that, but he doesn't necessarily come from that nice, happy household previously mentioned. I see. Or anything like that. Um, but I love him too. Uh, I, tend to, I tend to follow Tim Drake through the comics, the animated series, the movies, everything. Mm. Um, again, I'm not much of a gamer, so I know he's in the games, but I don't follow that as well. So uh, so you uh, just like, anytime you're like, Tim Drake's in this comic, you're like, I gotta read it. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Damn, um, that is dedication. I love this. Okay. <laughs> like I own like just two or three issues of many, many different series because when I hear Tim Drake shows up, so do I. <laughs> Can confirm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. That is great. I I always love hearing about like people's uh um what do you call it? passion for like a character. That's so <laughs> that's so that's so good. Uh now uh Micah I I uh, I I asked Ayu about, you know, a, a topic or a question. Is there one that you want to bring up or ask? Yeah. Excuse me. Why not? Sure. What do you got? Let's let's uh let's let's make some people angry. Why not? Okay. Oh no. In your opinion, uh, what is the what defines the perfect food? Ooh, perfect food? Mm-hmm. Like uh mm. like a dish or something that encapsulates or rep- represents the perfect balance for you. For me. Interesting. Uh, do you have an answer? Um, I have kind of an answer. All right, uh, you start. I'll, 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 <laughs> I'll think. I will say, for example, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's not necessarily my favorite. It's one of my favorites, but it's not top of the list. But I believe that tacos are a perfect food. Okay, okay. Because regardless of if it's traditional or... Uh, fast food or a new take, right? A hipster take, fusion. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very different forms. And even if it's bad, they're still quite good. Mm-hmm. Okay. They have a balance of vegetables, meat, starch. Uh, they're affordable. Like they check off a lot of those, those, those boxes. They can be vegetarian mm-hmm. if you need to. Mm-hmm. So very well balanced economically very good and satisfying you can eat many of them and be happy lifts mm. your spirits that's a good answer i think my definition is going to vary very 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 differently from yours <laughs> uh, i i can think of some food that kind of fit your definition though like for me uh i think um eggs fall into that category for into your definition for me like mm. I think eggs, like simple, but so much can be done with them. At their yes. very simplest, a fried egg with a runny yolk is just perfection, you know. Yes. Um, not expensive, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I that's one. I would also say just good old uh, uh, white rice uh, also mm. falls into that. Mm. Um, well, specifically, like a, a a a something that you prepare, like that has many ingredients. Then a dish. Mm, a dish. Okay. Yeah. Um. Hmm. That I'm not sure. Let me tell you what if I if you if you were to ask me what what I consider a perfect food. In you're saying a perfect food for me or for 
like in general. I mean, it depends on how hot of a take you want. Okay. <laughs> um, like, are you saying like perfect food for the world or for humanity or for like a, like? I w- I will let you answer that any way you want. Okay. If if the question asked is in your eyes, what is the perfect food? And in I'm your gonna opinion, I, and yes. I'm going to interpret it for myself. I'm mm-hmm. uh, you have a, you have a very like. Uh, noble like oh it's affordable and nutritionally uh balanced and for me it's like i'm gonna have a very selfish definition it's like for me it's like (laughs) there there are types of foods that for me are like perfect foods in that they perfectly encapsulate everything i want in a food yeah Um, oh don't get me wrong i love tacos like i i think they're fantastic and i will eat all of them Mm. i think for me uh a perfect food, and it's my favorite food for, I guess, this reason, is kalbi. Uh, and, oh. and for me, I will say a lot of the stuff I I tend to really gravitate towards very strong, bold flavors. And mm-hmm. a lot of my favorite foods also very like fatty, which which is goes hand in hand with flavor, right? So of course, mm-hmm. flavor, texture. Um, mm-hmm. There's also like uh, in my, for me, there's also sentimental value, right? Growing up eating it. Um, yes. But even even that aside, like some of my f- some stuff that to me is like perfect is like, you know, um, a ribeye steak or like uh, bone marrow or uh, oh, like, dude. Um, yeah. So it's like these very sort of um, rich, flavorful. Yeah. Impact, you know, strong impact. Very savory and rich. Yeah, I, that's exactly meaty. what I tend to go for. Uh, if like, nice. if you're like, if you want to think of foods that someone will love, and it doesn't uh-huh. have to be just meat. Like, uh, for me, like really good, like Parmigiano Reggiano, right? Like, oh, and, umami. You yeah, love umami. I love savory. I love umami, and Parmigiano mm. Reggiano has, you know, really strong flavor. You got the mm-hmm. crystals inside for the texture, like that really yes. great texture, um, mm-hmm. and I mean flavor is unmatched, right? Like you know it complex, uh, yeah. and, and complex, and you know, there's a it, so there's that as well, and uh, I don't know, I, I um, another one like, have you ever had like really good caviar? Huh, <laughs> I've had. Caviar. I don't know if it was good or not. <laughs> mm, okay, okay. Uh, I've, I've, I've only a couple times in my life have I been able to have like the sort of top shelf caviar or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I will say, I it it's pretty divine. <laughs> like it's like uh, worth the hype. Oh, if you like flavors, yes. If you like, yeah. mm-hmm. um, it is. Uh, because you know, I think a lot of people go, "Oh, fish eggs," but really, what they're good. Well, they're, they're good, but eggs. but <laughs> it's less fishy. Like really high quality caviar is like, it's buttery. It's like Ooh. imagine buttery, rich, melt in your mouth, uh, just pure flavor with a brininess. Right, that is what you know. It you, you it, it was funny. I was watching a. Um, a uh, what do you call it? a mukbang YouTube guy, uh, and I love this guy. I'm, I'm, I'll actually plug him. What, what the hell is his name? Like Ben, 
He's like a Korean. He's just this Korean guy. Ben Dean on YouTube. Guys, this oh, guy's nice. great. Uh, he's like, imagine, I described him as like, imagine the most, <laughs> I don't know if this will make sense to you, the most Korean-American sounding guy. <laughs> just like, okay. hey guys, what's up? Uh, yeah, here, here I am. He lives in Korea and he will mm-hmm. just eat things on camera. And he bought a tin of expensive caviar for the first time. And uh-huh. he was like, kind of saying the same thing, things a lot of people say like, man, it's like it's so small. It's like, you know, I forget how much, like 40 bucks for like this tiny little thing. Like, right, uh, right, right. But then yeah. he tastes it and you, he, he goes, oh, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, he's, and, he, and he's like, he's like, oh, I think he says, in the, I'm almost embarrassed because like, I want to not like this because it's so small. Uh, or whatever, and like right. barely any food, but it's so delicious, and that's the thing. Like <laughs> for me, I'm always pursuing that, right? And it doesn't have to be, um, excuse me, like expensive stuff. Like, not, like yeah. I don't want to be like, yes, only the finest cheeses and caviar for me. No, like <laughs> I think uh, oxtail, for example, like oxtail oh, is yeah. one of that is delicious. So like you my know, my gosh. my mom makes a killer. Uh, oxtail uh, uh, soup, a Korean oxtail soup, and oh, um, stuff. that is Speaking very simple. Language. Yeah, just oxtail. You know, you, you put a little salt, some green onion, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but in terms of the texture, the you know umami, savory, unctuousness of it, that to oh, me yeah. is that is perfection, absolute yes. perfection. So uh, that that to me, I'm always like going after that. Uh, Anne Marie, my my, uh, have you met Anne Marie? Uh, maybe on like a call, but may, I don't know if you've ever met her in Not person. Not in person, no. Not in uh, person. We'll have to change that at some point. But like, yes. uh, she, uh, <laughs> like she, I I don't think of myself as like a uh, harsh critic by any means, but I'm also a very honest person, and so um, she will know if something is if tastes good if I say. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is if I if my eyes light up and I go mm-hmm. this is delicious because nice. then she'll go oh okay it's good because mm. uh, I don't <laughs> you know often I'll be like how it should be like how's it? oh yeah it's pretty good I'll say yeah that's pretty good yeah it's yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah I like it but if mm. I if she sees my the face my face change and yeah. uh, mm. if I say the words it's del- or really good or it's delicious mm-hmm. then that is like I have found one of those perfect foods. Uh, and so that's how you know. Yeah, and I think uh, I feel like for for you, Micah, and Brandon, I'm sure you as well, Ayu, but Micah as a food nerd, like those searching for those, right? Those like oh, food, yeah. those tops of the pyramid sort of food moments is what I. Ayu and for. I frequently go on food adventures. Mm. Like we'll just travel, yeah. drive out to some place, and and just seek out to see if we can find the most delicious thing. <sighs> We should yeah. we should turn that into a show. Yay! <laughs> In the aftertimes, someone, oh. someone pay me to eat. That is yeah, my dream. That. that is absolutely right? my dream. And I, like, you know, I, I've been like, you know, if if uh, if fucking like, I don't even give a shit. If it's like Food Network. Something was like, hey, you get a mm-hmm. show, and you can get just get the people you know who like to eat. It's like great. I'll grab. <laughs> I'll grab a. Uh, like for me, it's like I mentioned. The, there's like a couple of people who are like foodies, uh, including you, Mike. Just like, let's just go. Let's go to fucking. Oh uh, heck yeah! Let's go to fucking uh, random state. Uh, mm-hmm. 
random state, mm. find all the all the good food in that state. Uh, yes. There was a interesting conversation that I was having with some people, and somebody was like saying, "Oh, this state or whatever has doesn't have any good food," and I butted it, and I was like, mm, "That's not true." Uh, if That's you statistically impossible, I, I I think it's very possible for maybe one city or maybe even a couple mm-hmm. cities to have not good food, but yeah. if you can't find good food in a state you're just not good at finding good food you're not looking hard yeah. mm-hmm. that's my i think every everywhere there is something to find even if you gotta you know search a little harder or look or maybe go out of your way but there are always mm-hmm. hidden gems um like of food food to be found everywhere absolutely yeah 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 uh i was just bringing we were talking about this yesterday in fact uh, you were mentioning that uh, food is often tied with culture. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, food and people cannot be unlinked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that means that if you are searching out food, you also have to understand the history and the people. And uh, I'm going to say a scary word, uh, the politics mm-hmm. of where you are in order to find it. And yeah. I think a lot of people who aren't finding good food aren't necessarily thinking about the history of where they are, and that mm. makes it harder for them to find it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably my hottest take. Uh, <laughs> I think that's absolutely true, yeah. Um, and, you know, a lot, of, a lot of stuff is like uh, you see, for example, the history of food, right? Uh, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of foods that, like, uh, came from poverty, right? Poverty, yes. yeah. you know, um, something like, you know, uh, like pig's feet, you know, that was, you know, uh, slaves in the South were just thrown scraps to eat, right? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. now it's hot cuisine for you know pigs' feet mm-hmm. have cir- it's yeah. circled around, and now like you know uh, gourmet re- gourmet restaurants are like ah yes pigs' feet or head to tail or uh, not head but uh, what do you call it like snout to tail or head yeah. to tail cuisine mm-hmm. you know yeah. you know eating every part of the part of the animal um, is becoming more popular, whereas yes. you know in you know centuries ago that was just you had to do that to live <laughs> like you you yeah. did, you you know uh, you didn't have access to the premium cuts of meat and here's the thing pig's feet is delicious pigs i mm-hmm. fucking love pig's feet like it's it's you know people yeah. it's just people discovering ah yes like overcoming like um their sort of biases maybe towards towards food and where it comes from yep. and just accepting that yeah like food uh is good like from all sorts of uh, origins and um, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I 100% it's it's agree. one of it's one of those things where I I feel like there's a lot of uh, was it plate fright? You know, if mm. something looks scary or psychologically you can't wrap your mind around it. But yeah, the most freeing thing you can do is just if it tastes good and you like it, then just eat it. You know, yes. it's the easiest way to to embrace foods that you don't understand mm-hmm. because. A lot of them are likable. Yeah, yeah. I always try to like um, have people go just try, try it, try one bite, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't like it, that's totally fine. You know, everyone's got their own taste, their own whatever. But try it. You know, I yeah. mm-hmm. I will always try anything once. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. I apply that mm-hmm. to a lot of things in my life, but especially <laughs> food. Like I will try mm-hmm. it. Uh, I'm always looking for like 
new experiences and then you know if you don't like it, it you can go hey yeah i tried that i didn't like it but i tried yeah, it at least yeah, you sure. know yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um yeah i why don't why don't we finish off with uh i don't i, I feel like we could keep talking about food for like another hour but um <laughs> is the, will go on what is a food that uh maybe it could be recent or not like sort of a quote-unquote exotic or a food that you know is not normally eaten uh an experience like that i think for me some of the most recent stuff uh, i visited korea a couple years ago and i finally tried um you ever have like silkworm pupa no i have not yeah uh it's not i don't like it (laughs) 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 uh it's something that um you like what do they roast them or whatever uh, they're yeah. okay. I mean, they're not bad. They're like fine, but yeah. like um, mm-hmm. uh, my mom grew up eating them, uh, and they're kind of like you can actually. I've seen them in like in canned form before, uh, yes. but yeah, they're just like little tiny little um, sort of silkworm pupa, and you yeah yeah What's pop the them in your mouth. They're I describe them as they're kind of chewy and a little um, uh, not crusty, but gris not gristly. That's gross. Like what do you call it? Um, like sandy sand a little sandy and kind of uh, bitter savory i was like ah okay i'm not crazy about it but i'm glad i tried (laughs) it uh how about you guys any any like recent food or maybe not this past year but uh anything Uh come to mind for a a food you had never tried before and finally seeing what it tasted like um dang that was I thought it was more like, what weird stuff have you eaten? And I always get real sassy and say, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> in some countries, that's considered weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right? Oh, no, that's so, it's, see, it's I... interesting you say that. Like, I have a friend in Australia who thinks peanut butter is revolting. Because peanut butter yeah. Is, yeah. is not a thing there. Like, mm-hmm, Yeah, it's mm-hmm. weird for yeah. some people. And that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, in terms of food like that, I have eaten the non-zero number of chicken feet. Mm, chicken feet's like so good. Awesome. <laughs> Last time I was in Osaka, mm-hmm. I was lucky enough to have a kaiseki uh, on someone else's bill. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, if anyone, oops, sorry. If anyone does get to go to Japan, I would recommend saving up for a kaiseki. That. It's it's all the local flavors. It's all what's in season, mm. and they are very pricey. So yes, save up. What but is if a you want to try all the things in one go, that's that's the stuff. Um, uh, Mike asked, "What and, can you explain what a kaiseki is to the listener who may oh, not right. may not know?" Uh, my bad. Uh, it is a uh, it's a course meal mm-hmm. made from usually local ingredients and whatever's currently in season. They bring out several dishes to you. Each is only like two or three bites, so that you get to try a lot of things. Um, I guess if you're familiar with the idea of tapas, it's not dissimilar, mm. except that the chef chooses all of it for you. The order they bring it out in is significant. Uh, the thing that comes in each course is significant, and they. Uh, do tend to be pretty pricey, but everyone who has it is very, very proud. Every restaurant that serves one is very proud to show off their version, their kaiseki, or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, they're very good, though. Uh, uh. I was. I also <laughs> was lucky enough to. We last trip we we went to a ryokan. Um, Ooh, uh, nice. We we drove out. Uh, I forget the name of the exact city. It was a very small town near Mount Fuji. Um and Ooh. uh they they served a kaiseki meal and it was fucking great like mm-hmm. I very good oh my 
god, I love that. So yeah, that's that's great. I uh, have have you guys uh, gone to a Ryokan before? Uh, yes. Uh, yes. I that to <laughs> me was like one of my favorite things we did. Um, Same. Yeah. So good. Uh, for um, me, it was like go- going into the bath, coming out, and mm-hmm. then um, they had a uh, free beer, <laughs> free beer, like Ooh, right, right when you nice. walked out. And I don't, and I don't even drink that much because of health reasons. But I was like, well, this is gonna be one of those times I'm gonna do it. Yeah, uh, it's an experience. And it was an yeah. ice cold beer out of a of a, a Rio combat. So good. I was like, this is very nice. This is good. That is real nice. Uh, Micah, oh. any 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 uh, any um, non typical food that uh, you you tried semi recently? Yeah, um, on our last trip to Japan, a friend of ours took us out for uh, Japanese barbecue mm-hmm. and uh, and turned us on to horomon, which is the fatty small intestine oh. of a, oh, of a cow, good. and it was so good. Like, small intestine of which was, of which animal? Of a cow. Ooh. Beef. Yeah. And it was like super fatty, melt in your mouth. It was so good that the next day I went out and uh, when we were having lunch, I sought out a place that was, was cooking horomon and I had that with like a, a beef tongue skewer. I fucking love mm. beef tongue. Uh, so good. Oh, beef tongue's very good too. Horomon. I'm trying to find a picture. Okay. So what? how would you compare the flavor? Like I'm, I'm almost... Is it like, like what? What is it? What is it like? In can you compare it, it to something? I mean, the the really soft, fatty part of a steak that's not like gristly or mm. chewy, that sort of just melts in your mouth. Kind of like is, tripe. Mm, what would you say? Oh, not goodness. quite. Okay. Okay. It's not. It's it's softer. Like it just mm. it just melts in your mouth. Almost like a. You ever have foie gras? No. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, I I I, I uh, think I can picture it. so just like kind of very fatty, very rich. Yes. Mm, that sounds really really good. Yeah, uh, had that with like a nice cold like oolong tea because it was like the tail end of summer. It's fantastic. That was good stuff. Mm-hmm. I am so <laughs> desperate to go back <laughs> to Japan. <laughs> Talking about all this food is killing me. Uh. Well, uh, I I think I think we can end it there. Uh, uh, thank you to both of you uh, for coming on. Like, uh, I feel like we I, like I said, I feel like we could just keep talking about food, um, and I love talking <laughs> yeah, about food. Um, but I appreciate you taking the time. And uh, where can people uh, find you? Uh, we'll start with you, Ayu. Uh, I'm mostly on Twitter at Soy Milk Pudding, spelled exactly how it sounds. Um, other than that, we do our art stuff together every Friday night on Twitch, username Hello Pineapple, mm-hmm. also spelled exactly how it sounds. Mm-hmm. All right, and Micah? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MyOceanEyes, M-A-I Ocean Eyes, uh, and uh, we have an art account, Hello Pineapple, as mentioned before, uh, and that's pretty much it. Awesome. Well, thank you again, and uh, when thank you for when having we us. are, oh, of course, and when when it's safe to do so, uh, we should absolutely get food uh, yes. somewhere. Hell yeah! Uh, I would love to do that. Uh, so absolutely, let's do it. <laughs>